Welcome back. Uh, I'm Liz Miller, and this is Pastor Jeff, and we're just diving a little bit more into the sermon and what we just finished talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I had a couple questions. I was wondering, um, when you talk about um, being generous with our money and and being and following the leading of the Holy Spirit, what does that look like? Does that look like us buying our friends bigger presents, uh, taking our friends out to dinner, and 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 talking to Jesus about them when we do that? Like, what does that look like on a practical level? Yeah, it's kind of all the above. And I, I think it's it's 99% motive, right? So um, what I what I want to do is I want to fi- I want to figure out how do I facilitate the Great Commission, the Great Commandment. So the Great mm-hmm. Commission, go to all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples, baptize, yeah. right? And then the Great Commandment, love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, love your neighbor as yourself. So suddenly I have these relationships around me and I have these two things that I want to live out as a follower of Jesus and I have my worldly wealth to help facilitate that is what Jesus is talking about in Luke 16. So it just, it kind of depends on motive a little bit. So um, when when I take my friends out for dinner and I pick up the check, I can do that just to make myself look good or because I want to feel like a big shot kind of thing, mm-hmm. or I can do it with intentionality. So if if Heidi and I are going to do that and we're praying and we're asking God for a no-brainer moment and they're one of our three and we go out to dinner with the hope of having a deeper conversation and I pick up the check, mm-hmm. I would say I'm using my worldly wealth to facilitate a Christ-centered relationship. Um, same thing with generosity. If I if I just want to have the biggest box under the Christmas tree to you know say that Uncle Jeff is more generous than anybody yeah. else, right? It's one thing. But it, but if I'm looking and I'm saying uh, someone has a need and I can meet that need with these dollars, or I'm going to facilitate. One, one time uh, I I know of a circumstance where someone bought someone uh, a, a guitar but the person was a worship leader, right? So they're facilitating them serving God. And so it's all motive. Mm -hmm. And, and um, it's everything from kind of like those day in day out uh, interactions to uh, I'm going on a missions trip. I'm supporting, you probably get letters too. I do from all the nieces and nephews Mm -hmm. where you give me 50 bucks, you know, I'm quick to do those things because I I want them to have this heart for the world. Right. Causes, you know, the, the everything from the homeless shelter to the drug rehab to the walk for life to whatever it is, cancer research. You know, I'm I'm relatively quick to do some of those things because it's a way to love people, and it's not always the end recipient. It's it's the the person who had the courage and the care to sign up for the walk, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's it. I think you're looking at motive. You're you're understanding this is God's money, His ownership. I'm managing it for Him, and then I'm going to invest it yeah. to create those relationships. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really great answer and just good insight. I love how in this series you've talked about. Um, how there's no amount of money that's like too much or too little to give. It's it is following the Holy Spirit right. and how important that is. And as a somebody who's been a believer for a long time, even I I think have a hard time following the Holy Spirit and following His leading. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to money, 
um, stressing out like, well, if I give this, then will I have enough money to pay for these other bills? Like, is that you, God? Is that really you? If I, you know, if I jump off the cliff, are you going to catch me yeah. if I, if yeah. I do this? Could you speak a little bit to just what it looks like to follow the Holy Spirit? I know that's a huge question that we don't really have time for on a weekend <laughs> extra, but that's, that is our heart as believers. We want to um, give out of the wealth that God's given us, and so we, but, but we want to be wise. So. Right. Right. When I see the home, sorry, when I see the homeless man like on the street corner, I'm like, should I, should I not? Like, uh, yeah, I'm confused. It, 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 it is hard. And so I, I say this, I say that the 99% of the time, the Holy Spirit sounds like the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when I'm, when I'm discerning whether the Holy Spirit is leading me or not, many times what, what I'm looking for is, God, are you bringing scripture to my mind that you're asking me to obey? Mm-hmm. It kind of cuts through my emotions a little bit because I'm a relatively soft-hearted guy, right? And so I, I care about people and those kind of things. You can tug on my heartstrings pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want that, no. right? Because the there's needs everywhere. I don't think that's what God's talking about. But Lord, if, if suddenly I have a passage of scripture or even a kind of a deeply biblical con, uh, concept that God's bringing to my mind and it's there kind of consistently, mm-hmm. I'm paying more and more attention to that. So like the, I'm apt to give money to the homeless person, the, the stereotypical homeless person. Yeah but probably not the homeless person that's on that corner every week, every day. Like you probably aren't as needy as your sign says, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We see that like regularly here around Akron. That's a, that's a pretty consistent thing. We see similar people at the same spots every day. So I might give them five bucks just to be nice and whatever. I've given them my gloves and stuff like that before, you know, and just trying to be a kind person if I'm going to invest heavily, I'm going to need the Holy Spirit to to lead me, and it's probably more of a one-off situation. So if I'm going to invest in the Haven of Rest and to drug rehab centers and stuff like that. I'm going to partner together with the body of Christ to try to meet a chronic need. I can't do that on my own. A one-off situation, though, is when I've encountered people, and I believe their story and I see their plan of where they're headed, mm-hmm. and I realize that maybe God has placed me in their life to be a catalyst for that. Yeah. And I tend to invest in that more heavily. Sometimes that's something like a homeless person. Sometimes that that's somebody that I believe is training for ministry or has a real, they're really investigating missions. I'm going to mm-hmm. really help them take that short-term trip kind of a thing. Yeah, that's great. But we pray about it. And so I would say pray, listen for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit usually sounds like some form of scripture. Seek wise counsel. The bigger it is, the more counsel you should get. Yeah. You know, if it's a couple bucks and we're skipping Taco Bell, who cares? Mm -hmm. Bless somebody with it. If it's big dollars, it's going to affect your family or your your long-term financial health. That's like a life investment. So get the counsel. Don't talk yourself out of it. Just oh, get the counsel and discern it. Yeah, because we do. Yeah. I often say usually the, fir- the the Holy Spirit's number is the first one. Oh, it's and, so true. And then we like negotiate ourselves down, right? Yeah, no, that was, that's <laughs> such a great point, just to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and, and go for it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Liz. It's Jeff. 
the wrap-up of the Weekend Extra. Hope to see you next week.